Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Help I Sex With My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. What's up with you? <laughs> you just made me laugh already. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, should you introduce yourself to your waiter? Yeah, when they say, hey, I'm Bryony. You've just been to America, of I course. have. We'll yes. talk about it soon. Do you go, hey, Bryony, I'm Jordan. Yeah, I'll get the smile. I don't see why you can't. I always crack the same joke as well. And they go, any allergies? And I'm like, cats. <laughs> Nobody ever laughs. <laughs> and how do you break up with your therapist? Oh, God. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> I'm a bit worried about producer Ben, but we'll talk about We'll get on to this in a minute. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio and television presenter. I'm more debonair, you're more debonums. No, formerly no longer with us. <laughs> yeah, close. Used to, yeah, my mum used to work at Debenhams. I think it's online only, actually, now. My... Aftershave that I wear now was first bought for me from Debenhams. Was it? The BB one? Uh, the what? BB? BB. Batanka oh, yeah. Venita? Yeah, yeah. Take, they've discontinued it. Oh. So I had to get like two bottles overpriced online. But anyway. Gosh, how, do, how do you live? I know. Let's have a G&D. Uh, well, let's, let's toast. I think we should toast the citizens of Chicago. Oh, yeah. For giving you such a nice welcome. Uh, all I know from you, from a very brief text, and we'll go into this in detail in a minute, is that you had a lovely time and you thought it was a great city. It's great. The people there are so great. It's like the Manchester of America, I think. So, you know, like London's New York. Yes. Chicago's the Manchester's. It's a bit friendlier, a bit cheaper. Do you prefer it to New York? I appreciate you probably have spent slightly longer in New York. I, I, they're both quite different, but I think... They're on par with each other. Because okay. New York for How me diplomatic. Was, New York for me was like something I always wanted to do. Yes. But yeah, Chicago was great. It was. I've got loads to tell you. Well, to the city of Chicago. To the city of Chicago. Thank you. And to Dan and Jordan, my friends. That they're out there. Yes, Essex, Ipswich, Dan. Yeah. How, how were they? Great. I was saying, like, mm. he uh, obviously he's been out there 10 years now. He's got an apartment, he's got a kid and everything okay. like that. So um, I met his kid for the first time. And... Like he was saying, lots and of what was the child's name? Because you didn't know it last week. Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, and he was saying lots of Americanisms, like, "Okay, we'll go out." He's like, "We'll go out. I'll just go and get the stroller." I was like, "Pram," but didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, um, uh, "What job is to do with this?" He went, "Oh, don't worry, mate. I'll put it in the trash." I was like, "Is oh, he from Australia?" It's the bin. He's from Colchester. 
From Colchester. Yeah. What was the other thing he said? He was like getting the stroller and he was going, shout, babe, have you packed the diapers? I was like, right, I'm not going to say it. But then when he said sidewalk, I was like, damn, it's the pavement. It'll always be the pavement. It'll never be the... Yeah, but when in Rome... Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, it was Bless great. Bless you, you've stolen my act. Yeah. <laughs> As always, if you need our help with something, then we'd love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexedmyboss or you can write to William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. So, the big question that all the Gene Divas will be th- asking, I'm asking it about Chicago, Mm-hmm. Did you do the Architecture Riverboat Tour? No. Everybody told us to, to do, do it? it, but I just walked down the river. Right. Should I have done that? I think you've missed out, but it's something to oh, do next time. Bollocks, because somebody else at work says, I can't believe you didn't do that. But we walked, we did the river walk. Did you do the river walk? Well, yeah, when we were last in Chicago, it was December and it was minus 15. So we were outside for very short periods of time. Everybody said to me as well, don't go in the winter. It's the work because yes, it's so cold. Yes. Oh, I feel like I've missed out on that because the buildings are amazing. It's like the New York skyline, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, stunning. Oh. Beautiful architecture. And isn't the river blue? God, that's my... I always said I'd never turn into my dad, but basically we walked down river, mm. seen the price for the bolt tour, and I was like, well, we've seen half of it. I'm not paying them prices. Yes, but it can take you all in all the, you know, nicky-nacky news. Darn it! I knew I should have done that. You're like the third person that said that to me. As if I told you last week to do it. But I love the food out there. How was the deep dish? Did you have it? Oh, God, it was so good. Really? Yeah. Do you prefer it to normal pizza? I, as a treat, yeah. It was okay. like cake, though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's deep. It's cake. It's cake. I'm, I'm on salads all this week. Oh, healthy, yeah. healthy teas, but... Yeah, and for breakfast, I'd get breakfast every morning, then have a dessert with it. Oh, the pancakes you're or like, something. Oh, yeah. God. You're like, you go, you're like this going, oh, God, the portions out here are massive. Can't eat another thing. And they're like, hey, do you guys want some pancakes? Like, yeah, go on then. Why not? Why not? Well, you're looking very well on it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and rested? Feel good. Nice yeah. change of scenery. Yeah, it was good. It's a great, it's a great city. McDonald's University, did we go? Oh, no, I forgot the McDonald's headquarters were there. And Bowen. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Something for everyone. The, the flight was good as well. Any G&D was on the aircraft? Not this time. Oh, there normally is Yeah, there normally route. is. Yeah, I've had a few Yeah, the there normally is. Um, but I was a bit embarrassed. So, uh, have you seen Bros? Mm. I watched Bros, but as they were serving the meal. Oh. And there's a lot of shagging in Bros. <laughs> yes. So, it felt like the time my dad walked in on me watching porn, it was a bit of a flashback. <laughs> I was like, trying to... So, yeah, 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 that's... Were you in... Were you in... Tonic, yeah. Is it slimline? I don't matter, I love that one. It's fine. I'm going to Chicago. I was like, trying to get out. And then, fast forward, like, three hours later, hmm. I was watching... I watched... Go on, what were you going to say? No, 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 no. You carry on. I was, I was watching The Sun with Hugh Jackman. Okay. And this is, this is great service for you. I'll never hear about... I've never seen that. What's I'm, that about? I'm, it's... it's Absolutely heartbreaking, okay. harrowing, but it didn't make me want a subway. Don't worry. What? Because <laughs> the other harrowing film watched on the plane. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of an in-joke to this. But this, I'll never hear a bad thing said about British Airways. So I was watching The Sun and I'm striking, proper striking. I'm sorry, is this another Northern Dictionary? <laughs> Crying. Striking. 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 We've talked about this before. We have not ever heard striking. I want to say it's a Burnley word for crying, but I'm scared all the comments are like, no, it's not. 
We've never called it a grand fan. I've lived in Burnley 40 odd years, whatever. Sorry, I think it was just my family that called it. It made me question myself that. I was, I was texting our league going, Grandma used to call it Egg Round Pan, didn't she? He was like, yeah, yeah. Yes, but do you ever think... Yeah, but your grandmother and indeed your family, remember, and I, I don't want to break... I want to just... I'm saying this with love, are not representative of the entirety of Burnley. No, that's true. But anyway, it turns out it's just, it's just a, a North family thing. I was texting everyone going, it's Egg Round Pan, isn't it? Anyway. I love Egg Round Pan. We, keep, we now call it Egg Round Pan, Pan in our house. Watching the sun. Re- oh, it's heartbreaking. I cried from start to finish. And halfway through, he brought me a little tissue. Oh. To wipe my tears. Mm. Did he bring you on for bros as well? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was was really good. Um, I've got you some gifts. Oh, you actually have got me some gifts from a holiday. So um, I know how you've got a sweet tooth and you're like American chocolate. Oh my God, this is not... I've got you some Reese's miniatures. John, they're open. Yeah, so what what happened was... um, I missed breakfast because I slept through it. <laughs> so I opened some with my coffee and knew you won't mind. So there's, there's hardly any in there now. I've had a few. Ben. Right, thank you. Courtesy of BA, I've got you some shortbread. <laughs> from the plate. Gosh, you're all hot. So, excuse me. What? I've got you a gift. Thank you. But you've opened the gift. I was hungry. I missed breakfast. Ben, some shortbread there for your pal. There you go. Oh, oh, dropped on the floor. They're broken now. Sorry I opened them. Are you taking them back from me? No, well, I'll take a few, but these... <laughs> by the way, if you're into Reese's... You like Reese's, don't you? Yes. Yeah, if you're into Reese's like William and I, um, definitely get the dark chocolate ones. Have you had dark chocolate ones? I've before? never had the dark That's chocolate. That's why I got them, yeah. I'm sorry I opened them. It's OK. I'll have one later after I've had some other food. OK, so there you go. Much appreciated. Where's your shortbread? You got that. Thank you. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. Um, what was your favourite bit then in, in Chicago? If you had to pick one thing. Uh, the, the river walk was good. Mm. And that, on Saturday I went to meet my friends. Yes. And they had like, near where they were, there's like a street festival, which no tourist would have known about. And it was, mm-hmm. like, it was like in the suburbs of Chicago. Can I ask which suburb they live in? Uh, Chicago. Right. So it was really good. That was Saturday was a really good day. And then we went out and they showed us like where they go drinking and stuff like that. So that was a really mm. good day. Riverwalk was good. This is a throwback to like series two of our podcast. Deep Pampies was good. Can you remember uh, my friend George did us De Bonnet chocolates? He was yes. a chocolatier. They now live in Chicago. That's that why I was the sous vide, the guy who introduced yes. you to sous vide? Well, that was James, technically his husband. But yes, oh, it's okay. the same same couple. But yeah, that's why I was asking about suburbs because oh. I thought maybe they're, oh, maybe, maybe they're neighbours. Maybe they are. Yeah, maybe yeah. And nice weather? Yeah, it rained a lot. Oh. It was a shame. pretty much pissed down all weekend. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, never mind. But it was great, and it was really nice, and it was... it was. Oh, I did a know-you-can-eat buffet on Sunday as well. Okay. Mm. That was good. Nice. Yeah, you had to roll me out of there. Okay, lovely. I mean, if I go to an all-you-can-eat buffet... Was this where you were staying? Yeah. Yeah. I go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. I am going. It's not really an all-you-can-eat buffet where you were staying. It was a Mother's Day one. Oh, oh, okay. But I wasn't with my mother, but I ate as if she was there. I was eating for two. (laughs) Jesus. I was like, yeah. If if it's a buffet, I am going all in. I've still got indigestion from it now, three days later. How's your week been? What have you been up to? How's London? London's fine, but I've been in the Highlands. Have you? Yes. Eat, Ball. I think it's a little bit more Glasgow, that accent. But, what uh, have you been doing in the Highlands? Uh, I sing our friends Ella and Josh. 
Oh, okay. Yes, they have they have a house up there, so we went to go and stay. How did you get up there? Did well, I didn't fly? walk, did, did I? Did you fly? Yes, I flew to Inverness, and then Josh drove us three hours, God bless him. From... Jesus! Yeah, it's a long way to go. He, he did a six-hour round trip? Mm. And then back as well? Yeah, but he's Canadian, so again, like a three-hour drive for them, a bit like in America, it's like going to the shops. I know, I've seen... Are you watching Race Across the World? No. They do a lot of travelling in Canada. Yeah. Okay. So how was it? Did you it see the lovely. Ness? We d- no, no, we were near Loch Ness, but we didn't see uh, Nessie, or indeed, the, we saw the River Ness when we were in Inverness. Um, but we did just lots of sort of exploring the local area, a bit of chill time. Uh, and this is the question off the back of my Highlands trip. I have a question for you. And I never thought I'd ask you this. Oh, really? Should I get a PlayStation? <laughs> they got me into Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, for God's sake. And I found myself asking to go to Hogwarts on several occasions. What's Hogwarts Legacy? It's sort of a game, and it's set sort of 200 years or so before the Harry Potter books. Never thought you'd ask me if you should get a PlayStation. And you just sort of, you just sort of mince around casting spells and sort of finding festivals and things like that. And which, it was good fun. Which proves my point. I do think there's a video game for everyone. Yes. Well, that might be it. Because you just, they've built, I mean, it's beautiful for those that play Hogwarts Legacy, you know what I mean, but they've, they've done a really nice job. And if you uh, grew up with the Harry Potter books and you just, just are running around Hogwarts and exploring this corridor, that's, it just gives you that ability to do that. I, yeah. I, but I worry I don't have the time for it. No, really. I was just going to say, I don't, I, the reason why I don't have a PlayStation is I always think, I used to game when I was young, I used to play FIFA at Union mm. and stuff like that, but... Um, I always think I could be doing something else. Don't any yeah. gamers listening? We're not game shaming or anything like that. Game shaming. My my brothers and a lot of my friends are gamers and stuff. But I always feel like when I was playing PlayStation, Xbox, I was I wasn't reading as much and stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. So I always think there's something else you could do. But each to their own. Each if my brother loves playing FIFA. Mm, yes, mine mine does. And oh, and he does Football Manager. Yeah, Footy Manager. And he's, I had a mate who used to footy manager and used to like wear proper manager coat and stuff. Yeah. That's a bit sad. Yeah. Yeah. I was mm. going to name him, but I won't. <laughs> I've not seen him for years. But like Ryan still plays now. He's like 35, 36. Gosh. And his wife is like. I'm right. sure she loves that. His wife's like, right, if, if you're good, like a teenage boy, <laughs> if, if you clean your room and stuff, you can have an hour of FIFA today. So I always think. <laughs> It's it. rationed. Mikey could use it as a bit of a bribe for you. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, Mikey was like, oh, yeah, we can play, you know, we can play Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing any other games if I get this. I'm just going to play Hogwarts Legacy. You can play all your Grand Theft whatevers. Grand Theft Auto. I'm not, I'm not sitting there on Call of Nature. Call of Nature? Yeah, or the, the Call Army. Of G- Call of Duty. <laughs> That's the one. Call of Duty game? I actually just... You got what? Ben just bought himself an Xbox. Oh, so how camp was that? Went, I forgot. It's turned into a dog. You got an Xbox. We're all bloody going on all these holidays. You got an Xbox. Well, let, let's come on to producer Ben, and we're going to allow Ben to slide slide up something. No, no, let's not come on to you in that way. Let's let's come on to discuss. I'm a bit worried about Ben. I'm worried about Ben. But turn your microphone on, please. You can do this now. Says a lot about the Highlands, though, that mm. you played PlayStation for most of it. Well, no, Which no. goes back to my theory, once you've seen a hill, you've seen them all. <laughs> I mean, I think that's very unfair. The scenery is unparalleled. It's beautiful. We did lovely boat tours. We saw a porpoise. Who? A porpoise. Did you give him some money? 
or, or her. What's no, a porpoise? It's a type of dolphin. In Scotland? Yes. We, we, were, we were so far north, Jordan. Stramra! It's Peter K. In Scotland? Do they have dolphins in Scotland? Yes. Uh, seals. Mikey did a lock swim. He went swimming in the lock. Yes, with Ella. He likes to swim, does Mikey, doesn't he? He does, yes. I mean, he was um, he was very butch and manly getting in the lock. <laughs> I know when we went to France, me and Mikey went for a swim. Did he was, you? He was, he was, yeah. Oh, in the pool? Yeah. Yes, with lovely Tom. Yeah. Which is normally where you go for swims. Yeah. In pools. In pools. Or anyway, life. come on, Ben, get yourself... Is your microphone working now? No. Come and, come and sit here, then. Get Bring get that one. What is it you want to split? Are we having an intervention? We're gonna, so we're a bit worried about Ben. We've been well jet setters. We've, we've, yeah, we ha- yeah, I've been to the Highlands, you've been to Chicago. And Ben, tell us where you've been, Ben. Uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. And we should actually, for context, say that Ben, a few months ago, joined a running club. Do you speak much German? German? German. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Copenhagen? in Denmark. Oh, Denmark. Which one is Pete William also had to ask me that don't, don't, don't ruin things. So. Oh, did you? <laughs> right, anyway. No, I said how my little Swedish boy and then realised it's the wrong country. Well, so Ben's joined a running club in Hackney. Yes. And we feel a bit bad because part of the reason... Can we say this? But I would recommend this, right? Part of the reason he's joined the running club is you don't really know anyone in the area. Don't have any friends. Don't say that. That makes us feel bad because we literally live about 40 minutes away from you, both of us. Well... And you, was, you're 40 minutes, I'm about And I'm thinking, the last time we seen him outside of work was my birthday party. Yeah, in February. Sorry, Ben, are you I lonely? I need to see Ben out of work. Um, no, I'm not lonely, but I think William knows I've been doing this run club since the start of the year. Ooh, running friends, ooh. <laughs> and how long do you run for? Well, on a Friday it's five kilometres, but it ends up being sort of like eight, nine, because you've got to get there and then you've got to get back. Right. You have a little coffee afterwards. Oh. So that's, off the, that's why I was late when we did the Leicester Square thing, if you remember. Yes, with our billboard. With the billboard. Um, Thanks to Amazon Music. And Ooh, running friends. I decided that it's really nice talking to people on, in the mornings on the Friday and sometimes but on the Saturday. But you are not, as I have famously told you and rude the day, neither of you are morning people. No. Yeah, exactly. So are you sure you want to be talking to people in the morning? Well, no, not really. So a couple of months ago, I decided people were talking about going to Copenhagen because some people who are fitter than me in the club were running the marathon. Okay. Not fitter as in more attractive, more sort of physically fit. No one's more attractive than you, obviously, Ben. And um, so I I I had a free weekend and I sort of decided to treat myself um, and go out there on my own. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have plenty of stories to share, and this isn't my podcast, so I can't share them all, but no. um, the the overarching sort of theme of the weekend, I guess, and, and the outcome was that I'm, I was able to meet lots of new people or Aww. sort of cement relationships that maybe had started on a maybe a Friday morning. In Hackney. In Hackney. It was very much like a school trip. Why did they go to Copenhagen? Why did you just run in? Is it good for running? There was the, ma- the marathon. Oh, is, oh so and you didn't did, do the marathon? I didn't do the marathon. I was part of the cheer squad. Um, <laughs> did you get your pom-poms cool, out? It's cooler than it sounds. Um, <laughs> it's cooler than it sounds, really? There were, there were like about 20 of us maybe in the, in the run squad. And some, and some of them were, were very kind. I, I, I would start reading off names, but there was, I literally met so many people. They, have all, you converted them to listeners? Um, 
I mentioned the podcast. I'm always a bit. I, I'd cool, never know. Are we cool enough for Are you me? ashamed of us? I'm not ashamed of you. Because your at posh all. running friends might be offended by our podcast. You know what is most embarrassing is my laugh, I think. Your laugh? Oh, no, yeah, your laugh's lovely. Everyone loves your laugh. Everyone, all the comments are saying, Jordan's not even from Burnley, and I love your laugh. <laughs> so. And they're both. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, but like I know that we get a lot of letters from from G and Divas who are sort of asking, "Oh, mm. I'm moving to a new place," mm. and I would say, like, it takes a long time. Like I've started going in January, and only now it's May, and only after going on a big weekend do I feel like, "Oh, I'm like sort of in the group mm. or in some mm. of the group." It's a huge club, um, but just yeah, it was. Just, it just, it's just so you're, nice you're, the moral is, is join a, it doesn't have to be a running club. It doesn't club have to be a running club, if, but, no, but something. Some sort of, and then also, yeah. I guess, I would say, give it time. And actually, yes. like, I don't think I'm always, I don't think, I wouldn't consider myself a shy person, but I do. No, it does all, take a we've bit all of seen effort. the hot pants. It does take a bit of, bit of effort to talk to new people, I think. Mm. Yeah. Now, personally, I can't think of anything worse. But, <laughs> no, seriously, and we've talked about this before. Moving away from your home to a big city, yeah. Can be, and when I first moved to London, I was really grateful. Are you I, not originally from London? No, no. I, I, I knew George and Preston, George and Colin. I'm going to swing for you. <laughs> George and Big Col, who, Big were, Col. who were Burnley fans. Yeah, and then George, when, George G. Yeah, yeah, George. And I also, to be fair, I joined a little Facebook group called Twitter Clar- uh, London Clarets. So I met loads of Burnley fans in London and I used to go on the games with them and I still speak to them now. Mm. So it's kind of, and I didn't really know and it was someone to travel to, so fair enough. I got a friend recently who's moved out mm. and he goes to this um, dad's club on a, mm. on a Saturday morning <laughs> with his kid. Oh, right. <laughs> and I used to take the piss out of him and he's going, oh, I can't believe I'm that guy that goes to dad's club. Met loads of mates from it. Well, there we go. So there you go. Yeah. So it's good. So, so either join a running club or go on the game. It's, it's, it's yeah. I, and I, and when you, you know everyone, but you've got, when I moved to London, I was the same, Ben. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I did it, move to London two and a half years ago, it, but it's fine. No, but you've had a dog in the process. Yeah. I've had a dog or And two. you're very happy with cats. Is there anyone with cats? Is there anyone in the group that you like, really want to be mates with? Like the cool people? I don't want to say names because yeah. then I might forget people, but I, I would just say, the people that I was with. Give them a shout out. I can't do all the names because then I'd have to remember them all as well. No, I'm joking. But um, no, it was lovely. And if I picked out some people, I think it would be unfair. Is there anyone in there that's really fucking annoying? No, like genuinely. There was a slight pause there though. Because I want to think about it and give an honest answer. And I would say the club is, it's called Your Friendly Runners. I'll say that. Oh. So if anyone wants to join Your Friendly Runners. No, because the- the, Want to do a meet and greet with producer Ben. Yeah, you can join the cheer squad. Yeah, just don't come up to me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they're all su- they're all it's super friendly. Good. It's really it's good. You've done that. I didn't know you were lonely as well. I feel I'm not lonely. I, sorry, that, I didn't mean it like that. Mm. But I feel bad because obviously he's out more than cat. Yeah, and I'm at a stage now. where... I'm going to get a date in to see you for dinner. Yeah, we'll we'll get a date in. But I I've maybe moved, just the three of us. I've moved to a new area of London. I don't know anyone. And it's great. Yeah, because I'm quite. I'm introverted. Not introverted. I, I, I like to recharge. So I shut my door at night. Yeah. Watch telly. I'm the same. Um, yeah. So he's out more than Cat, and I live with Cat. I just have. So I do spend a I'm lot of time I'm just very own. popular. No, you just. No, no, stay. No, let him go. He's fine. Okay, no worries. Um, tell everyone at the running club we said hello. Yes. That's really yeah. sweet. And if you're listening, you've moved to a city. I definitely have a lot of what your interests are. Complete. 
Yeah, We've no, talked I... about this before. My mate at this dad's club, mm. it's called Dads and Kids Club or something like that. Okay. He loves it. He's made loads of mates there. Goes yeah. for a beer with him and stuff. Yeah, I think you've, and so you have got to get out of your comfort zone. I mean, it's very scary mm. trying to meet, make new friends. I wonder if there's an app for just making friends. Oh, it's an idea. People just turn weird. I it? know a lot of people that I know have made friends with people via apps, but not initially. They've become friends. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. So there's uh, always that. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, and thank you for that guest appearance. Yeah. You're not getting paid more, though. Is he getting posher? Ben? Mm. Yeah, it's when he comes in sort of in three months' time saying he's joined the Chelsea Running Club. I've joined the Chelsea Running Club. Anyway. Uh, shall we do... William's Etiquetomology? No, it's Joke of the Week. No, it's not. It's Etiquetomology. Oh, no, I've got a great Joke of the Week. I've got a great Etiquetomology. No, because this one was told for my seven-year-old nephew. It's really funny. I have, you know, Edward the Second. Yeah. Who we mentioned so it was referenced in the letter from Edward the Second. Yes, he was mentioned in Evan's letter a few weeks ago. Red hot poker up the bum. You I not thought he that? worked downstairs. Yeah. Edward the Second. Right. <laughs> Is it definitely etiquette No, 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 no. I will. T- I'll tell you my joke of the week next week. Okay. Wow, they'll really be coming back. <laughs> Right. Now listen. Right. <laughs> Carry on. You're on mic for five minutes and now look what happens. And I'll email the running club and tell them that you're on a list or something <laughs> so they buy you. <laughs> so I'll say, have you heard about him? I won't have him. At, last time he was at running club, he, he got caught for sniffing everyone's boxers while they were in the changing rooms or something. I'll make something weird wow. up like that. Ben, um, yes. Oh, Ben's coming yeah. back. There was actually, I'll, tell, I'll, say, I'll share this moment. I, I don't know if this is like normal. Um, Just try and make it short. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Where have you come from? Get back in your box. Okay. I, I, I was obviously just trying to be my usual charismatic, hilarious self. Um, when do we get to see that? Yeah, good, good luck. Um, and I, I, I was thinking on the Sunday, so I'd been there since Friday, on the Sunday afternoon, sitting in the sun by the water, mm. just had a dive in, it was lovely, like a really lovely scene. Got a picture. And I had a moment to myself and I thought, wow, uh, this has gone really well so far, um, but like, what could I do now that would like completely ruin it? Like, what... what? <laughs> What could, Shout Wendy. What could possibly go wrong that like I'd be that guy that would then be like, oh, do you remember that guy? Um, and I thought to myself, God, imagine if I just shoved someone into the water. <laughs> no, you didn't, did and you? Just, and just like turned around like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then turned around and no one else laughed back. Um, and... And yeah, I didn't do that. And that's how you met Kevin. Um, <laughs> and then that made then a good story the next day to tell people that I had that thought and then everyone was laughing with me. Oh, like, oh. did they? Yeah. There we go. There you go. Oh, I'll, stay, I'll stay over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, never stops talking about that pissing running club. Christ. We're guest stars in our own podcast this Ooh. week. Well, she never bloody asked it. Running club this, running club that, running club there. Have you met running club there? Christ, we get it. You're in a <laughs> bloody running club. All right. No right. One, no wonder he's got no friends. <laughs> oh, running club friends. <sighs> we'll start again. Here's William's etiquetteology. It's William. William. The etiquette geek. His knowledge. Knowledge. Is quite unique. He'll give you manners. Manners. A subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquetteology of the week. And this week, based on something that happened a fortnight ago, where Evan, in his letter, referenced Edward II getting a poker up his bottom, and that's how he died, and you were very uh, keen to know more about that because you didn't know about that bit of history, 
I've researched that in great detail at Etiquette Towers. And I'll tell you more about how Edward II died and did he really die by being impaled with a red-hot poker after these messages. Did they have pseudogram back in them days? No. Right. That would have been very painful. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, Gene D. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's now time for William's Etiquettimology of the Week. So, uh, as I mentioned, Edward II, who was king from 1307 to 1327, was said to have been murdered, as Evan referenced in that letter a few weeks ago, by the insertion of a red-hot poker up what in Old English was referred to as an ears gang, what we would now refer to as an anus. Now, I should just say, going forward, everyone, this might make everyone a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, so are you sitting comfortably? I was. So Edward II, he died at Berkeley Castle in Gloucestershire in September 1327. Was this some kind of kink game? Well, I mean, it takes a turn. Um, Supposedly, he was held down on his bed and a red-hot poker was thrust into his anus and his screams apparently could be heard miles away. I bet they bloody could. But is this true or is this a bit of a myth? Well, what we do know is that Edward II was one of the kings that had to abdicate Okay, and he abdicated in favour of his son, Edward III. And at the time of the death in 27, it was just told that he sort of, he just died of natural causes. That was that. It wasn't until about 20 or so years later that it started to become known that maybe actually there was a bit of foul play at hand um, and, and that his death was murdered, maybe by strangulation or suffocation. Now, various different chronicles, depending on which sort of thing you look at, might sort of just dispute what was inserted up his bottom. Some say it was a poker. Some say it was a spit for roasting meat. I mean, either way, you don't want either of them up there. Thank you very much. Some people say it was red hot. Others say it was cold. I, doesn't, I think it doesn't really matter at that point because it's it, pretty painful. Bring tears to your eyes. Anyway, um, however, because Edward II was considered a weak king and he had 
friends with male acquaintances because he is he was to all extents and purposes gay uh basically the red hot poker thing actually probably wasn't true but is in effect a sort of a slight slander or a slight uh, aspersion on his sexual preferences which of course is vindicative at the time and sort of um typical of all the sort of gay slurs that a lot of gay people still have to go through so probably edward ii not murdered by red hot poker but that's the myth he was probably he was definitely murdered but probably not like that okay why it's was... not really etiquette i just thought i'd tell you some why more was he murdered because he was a weak king Did and also have him murdered uh, well, I don't know. That I'll have to come back to you that, with that in a fortnight. But um, yeah, he was considered a weak king, and he had close male friends. If this did, if this all goes to part, you'd be a good history teacher. Thank you so much. I don't think they teach this bit in schools. Oh, no, though. There'd be bloody protests and stuff about that, wouldn't there? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll do your joke of the week next week. That's fine. Which was it, Seb or Austin that told you this? Seb. Do you want to do it now? No, I'll do it next week. Okay. Fine. Lovely. Well, let's go to the listeners. Uh, let's go to the listeners' questions. Okay. First one, please, William Hansen. Hey, Jordan, William, and PB. Hey. Finally, I have something to write about. My friend and I have known each other for almost fourteen years, and we have never really had a disagreement about anything up until now. Ooh. Please help us. Our friendship truly lies on this debate. Okay, no pressure. Take the TV job. Well, <laughs> work out in the end. <laughs> I am your typical northern lass who loves a chocolate biscuit with a strong cup of tea. My friend, on the other hand, is a typical southern lass who says chocolate biscuits are for coffee only and plain biscuits are for tea only. This debate needs to be put to rest and I feel like you guys are the right people to finalise it. Robin. Robin, if this is your argument, then... <laughs> I think the friendship's doomed. Um, Robin, in my eyes, it really doesn't matter what you like in your tea, whether it's a chocolate biscuit... A uh, bit of shortbread from BA. <laughs> Some a half-open dark Reese's, Reese's miniature cup. It doesn't matter. My my argument is, anything you can have anything sweet with tea or coffee. I see. I see what chocolate. they mean. Chocolate and tea maybe doesn't go. Do you know what I had recently with a brew? What? Right. And I'll always be I'll always be a Buena boy. You know I love my Buenas. Yes. Yeah. I had a crunchy. Oh. I've not had a crunchy for ages. Oh, I do like a crunchy. Oh, I've not had a crunchy for years. I forgot how good they are. Mm. Anyway, what's the uh, etiquette? Um, I probably would agree with your friend, Robin. I would say something plainer for tea. What? Does it matter? No, it probably doesn't matter. It's personal preference. But either way, for whatever drink and whatever biscuit, you don't dunk it in your tea. I disagree. Coffee. I completely disagree. It doesn't matter what you... If, if somebody wants a, a chocolate biscuit, an obnob... A penguin, a club, a wagon wheel, give them whatever they want, whether it's tea or coffee. It really doesn't matter. I had um, Stan's Donuts in Chicago. I had a okay. donut with my coffee. A donut with your coffee? Dipped it in. No, because yeah. then you get all sugary coffee. Yeah, it was great. No. It, uh, honestly, Robin, don't fall out with your friend. Yeah, I would, I would say that there are different things to fall out on, like, you know, I, I, going back on contract negotiations I, and that sort of thing. <laughs> That's probably a bigger sort of thing. I've been known to dip my toast in my tea. Oh, that's disgusting. I've done that before. You yeah. should be flogged. Flogged? Yeah. I tell you what, you should be Edward the <laughs> Second. No. Dip your toast in your tea. Just butter toast, though. It's got to be buttered toast. It's oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. That's horrific. Also, tea and toast you can't beat. Just a good cup yeah, of tea not, and toast. but not one inside the other. 
Are we on about Edward II? No, we're on about tea, the toast and the tea. Tea and toast together. Brilliant. Great supper if you're still hungry after your tea. Do you want any, like, vegetables with that? After your tea? So you've had your dinner. Oh, I see. Tea, and then you have a brew after, anyway. This is from K. That's all they, they've put, the letter K. My brother-in-law-to-be and my son's uncle, no apostrophe, and godfather was naked on his bed, legs in the air. What? Sorry, this goes straight in. <laughs> Excuse me, right. <laughs> Have I? Whoa. Oh, I'm so sorry, there's another page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, it's two pages, this. Wow, okay. <laughs> right. Shit, I think spoiler alert, but wow. <laughs> well, we'll start here. <laughs> We'll be longing for biscuit chat in a minute. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, firstly, let me start by telling you how much I love and value your podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm emailing in with an issue, though. I've been with my incredible partner for nearly five years now. We have a 13-month-old son together. I love her more than I ever knew possible. It's true what they say. You don't know what real love is until you find the one. My issue, however, is with her brother. Oh, good. He's a beautiful person inside and out, a brilliant uncle and godfather to our son, and a true friend who made me feel welcome from minute one. He's 25 and gay. I love the gay community and have countless brilliant nights out with my partner, her brother, and his fellow LGBTQ plus friends. Give me an 80s-themed gay bar over a Ladsfield bar with the Stone Island Brigade any day of the week. I don't know what that is. It's a thing. Okay. Her brother has many, many times let it be known that I, a six-foot-four bear, am very much his type. This has always been laughed off and forgotten about. Where's this going? However, just before Christmas, we all met up for a night out with family and friends. The brother, recently single, got himself into quite a state. I volunteered to accompany him in a taxi back to his flat to make sure he got home safely. After carrying him to his building, into the lift, and stumbling through his front door, he made a move. He lunged for me, trying to kiss me. I grabbed hold of him, forcibly keeping him away from me. I then opened his bedroom door, pushed him into the room, and told him I'd give him a few minutes and then return with a mop bucket and a glass of water, just in case he was ill in the night. Around five minutes later, I knocked on his door two or three times and entered the room. The sight that greeted me will not, however hard I try, leave my mind. Now we go on to page two. Right. My brother-in-law-to-be and my son's uncle, no apostrophe, right. godfather... Whoa, whoa, whoa. My brother-in-law-to-be and my son's uncle... Right, okay. And godfather was naked on his bed, legs in the air, with a surprisingly large black dildo in his left hand and his own erect penis in the other. The dildo had quite obviously been used. He shouted at me to join him. I dropped the glass and bucket and sprinted out of his door, down the stairs and out into the night air. It has not been mentioned since. Two days later, he sat at my dining table, surrounded by our families eating Christmas dinner. Where presumably he enjoyed stuffing of a different kind. I haven't told my partner. I don't know why, but I feel the need to tell her as we do not keep secrets. What on earth do I do? Do I confront him? He hasn't mentioned anything or behaved any differently from how he normally would, so maybe he doesn't remember. I feel incredibly guilty for not telling my partner, but also feel that having left it in this long, it's only going to make her ask questions of me and why I didn't say anything sooner. I'll greatly appreciate any advice you may have. I listen to other people's issues and laugh at them when you read them out, whilst wondering how on earth they get themselves into these predicaments, and now I'm one of them. Best wishes, Kay. Right, before you ask, I don't have a mop bucket. <laughs> I was okay. trying to do the same you joke. You were trying to do your, yeah, your dog butt plug God. joke. Yeah, okay. Um, right. Kay, I think you need to speak to your brother-in-law, first of all. Yep. I think you need to say, now that the dust has settled, um, can we talk about a few weeks ago 
I reckon he's mm. probably so drunk that he didn't even know he was doing it. So he needs I don't know. I mean, I've never been that drunk that I can't remember what I'm doing. Can, have you? <laughs> yeah. God, okay. yeah. Yeah. I can't remember get. I, I can't remember getting home, getting in, but... The house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> So my advice, okay, speak to your brother-in-law and say, mm. where do you go from here? I feel like we need to tell your sister. However, I know you don't keep secrets from each other, but sometimes some things are best left unsaid. Yeah. However, he did make a pass at her, and I think... Oh, he's a t- right, I, you need to speak to him and then say, I'm going to speak to your sister, and how's the, how do we best address this? How do we best sort it out? Um, you probably should tell his partner ignorance is bliss so yeah i i, I probably would go what's he playing at training on with his sister's other half as well yeah i would at least go to the uh the, the culprit in this instance first and talk to them i do agree with jordan's advice but you do say look i'm going to talk to my sister about this tomorrow should we just have a chat about it beforehand mm-hmm. type of thing he was very very drunk it doesn't excuse that level of behavior there's Jesus. obviously some He's obviously lonely. Mm. Maybe. Should join the running club. That's his, yeah. Yeah, join the running club. Go to Copenhagen. With your big dildo. They're all limping that marathon the next day. <laughs> We're running it like John Wayne. <laughs> ben, what's happened to him? Oh, don't ask. Why is he running like that? This next one is from James. Hello, William Jordan and EKB. Don't tell them about this podcast, Ben. Uh, this one is from James. Hello, William Jordan and EPB. I'm a recently converted G and Diva. I'm writing as I'm about to go on my first ever speed dating event, and I'm positively bricking it. That's back in, isn't it? Yeah. Can you please provide me any advice for tips for the event? What kinds of questions do I ask my prospective dates? Are there any no-go topics or red flags I should look out for? I await your wisdom with trepidation. Kind regards, James. James, go with a couple of questions in hand, but other than that, just feel it out. I think you get, what is it, in speed dating. So the, the idea of speed dating, for anyone that doesn't know, is what these do in the old days before Tinder, like mm. a pub would have, like a Tuesday night speed dating night. Yeah. And I think the ladies would be sat down. Sitting. Sitting down at a table. Yeah. And then the gentleman or whoever would sit and you'd have, you'd have a minute with them. Mm. And you always say first impression, impressions count. Yes. So I'd just... I just think of a couple of questions to go with, like, oh, um, did you watch um, Succession? Did you yes. Watch it? Or, um, think about what's topical. Favourites. I do that. Favourites is always good. How does that work? What's your favourite meal? Right. What's your last supper type thing? What's your favourite? Yeah. Just, Holiday destination. Yeah, that kind of thing. I'm if you had all the money boring. in the world, where would you go? That sort of thing. Yeah. You don't need to answer that. Yeah. That, yeah, so always go over a few prepare. Uh, what 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 would be your ideal date? That's a, ooh, okay. that's a good one. Should we role play this? Yeah, okay. Okay, who's who's who? Uh, you be sat down. Okay. Oh gosh, he's acting. He's actually stood up. Count us in, Ben. Tell us we've got a minute. Uh, here we go. Uh, three, 
Hi, how Hello. are you? Hello. Jordan. Hello, I'm, I'm William. 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 Remember the name. William. William. So. I like um, your jacket. Thank you. I like yours. Is that from uh, Percival? Yes, it is. Oh, I thought so. I've borrowed it off my husband, who doesn't know I'm on this speed date. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> are you in like a, are you open? Uh, we are now. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've decided just for this evening. Would you like to be a bit more open later? <laughs> How many fucking arse jokes can you do in one episode? Um, where have you come from today? Uh, I've come from uh, London. You come from London? I'm not originally from there. Oh, re- you're not? No. Stop. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was a nice Chelsea accent you had there. No, it's it's not. No, no. What's your favourite tea? Oh, my favourite tea? I like a Lapsang Souchong. Oh, okay. Yes. How about you? Uh, I like a picky tea. Oh, a pe- oh, you meant food? Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I thought okay. you meant to drink. Right. Oh. oh. Well, good luck with the rest of your Lovely life. Lovely to meet you. Yes. <laughs> See you later. Have Bye. a good one. Have you got avoid the weirdo over there? It's called William. Yeah. I thought that went well. Oh, positively. That's that's basically it's basically a marriage there. There you go. Yes. Uh, no, yeah, keep it positive, focus on them. Hopefully you get longer than a minute, because I don't think you can do much in a minute. But just ask them questions, but in, and ask them follow-up questions, the questions or the responses they give you, okay. is what I'd say. Right. Uh, final one, this is from an anonymous. How many finger jokes have we done in this podcast? Quite a lot. Quite a lot. Hi, PB, William and Jordan. I'm having troubles with the in-laws, more specifically my mother-in-law. It seems that she is totally against all forms of food hygiene. This particular problem became more obvious after I organised to cook for her, my father-in-law and my husband. She said she would bring the steak as she didn't want her spending too much money and felt like contributing. On the day I prepared everything for the meal and I was just waiting on the steak, she proceeded to hand me a bag with the steaks in. However, upon inspection they were three weeks out of date. I grabbed my husband and asked him to ask her if they had been frozen and she had defrosted them, which of course would have been fine. However, this was not the case. She said they would be absolutely fine and to stop whinging since she had no time for that. Me being me, I had predicted she would do this. My husband said I was being ridiculous in buying two fillet steaks the day before just in case, but hey, thank God I did. This is just one example of the kind of thing she does. I have OCD and whilst I'm sure it would bother other people, it especially bothers me. I've told my husband I'll not be eating at their house again since I cannot trust what we will be eating. Also, why would anyone be willing to take the risk? What would your advice be? How do I explain it to her? She's a hugely difficult person who simply will not agree with me. For her, it's almost cool to be so careless. Thanks in advance. Much love. Anonymous. Now, Anonymous, I... Even I draw the line at three-week-old steak. I'd wait. I'd do a week. Okay. I've talked about this before. Like, dates don't usually bother me. Okay. I had a yogurt last night. Yeah, it was four, five, five days out of date. Oh, how edgy! Yeah, but a week I'd go. I always do believe in the sniff and smell test as well. Okay, if it give it a sniff, if it smells all right, be fine. But also a look. Oh uh, yeah, three weeks out of date is, is. Do you know what I would have done, anonymous? Give her that steak. We'll give her one of the three-week out dates, we'll and you two, and your, your presumably your your father-in-law, can have the nice new ones. Now, I'm no expert here, or therapist, but it seems like this isn't just about the steak. I this, think that, yeah. This goes deeper than the steak. Mm. So, how do you deal with difficult in-laws? You fight them at their own game. <laughs> Next time you go around, you go around with mouldy sausages. 
you know, you do this and it turns into a bit of a game. And then in 20 years, no, because you've got that's kids childish. and stuff like that, you can play in these games. And before you know it, you'll have a truce and she'll start to respect you and you'll be friends. I think in this instance, you just don't get your mother-in-law involved in any cooking going forward. Yeah. So just don't put yourself in that position. Don't stick your finger in that plug. But I would probably, in this instance, have given her one of her steaks and go, okay, that's fine. She can pay the consequences the next day and you can have the other fillet steaks. And well done you for buying in some other steaks. Just put, do a little passive aggressiveness. I'll start you off. Next time she comes round, have a big picture of her up on fireplace. On the fire? Well, yeah. above the fire? Ab- on the fireplace, above the fire. And she says, oh, you've got a picture of me above the fireplace. Just say, yeah, it keeps the kids away. <laughs> little Les Dawson joke. <laughs> but the point is, little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that kind of thing. When the mother-in-law comes round, the mice throw themselves on the traps. Yeah. That sort of that thing. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I woke up, the, I was in town the other day and there was three people kicking my mother-in-law on the ground and someone said, aren't you going to help? And I said, no, three should be enough. You know, <laughs> that... <laughs> that, don't... <laughs> that kind of thing. But most people, that was, that was a joke from like, anyway. From a time when the, that sort of joke was considered funny. Yeah, yeah, all right. Am I going to get cancelled? No. Am I? No. But most people, I do think, enjoy, get on with their mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. You, you, you find a way to make it work. But just don't, yeah. Just do little, 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 get little digs in and stuff. But hopefully, uh, Anonymous, your partner is on your side. Mm. Um, I think it becomes difficult when the partner can't see the behaviour of the, of the <clears throat> mother-in-law. And you should. And, and I, I say this, unless you're your partner is categorically in the wrong, maybe legally or morally, you need to give the benefit of the doubt to your partner because relationships change. You are no longer parent. You are always going to be parent and son or daughter, but actually the person you're in a relationship with is sort of, particularly if it's if you know that they're the one, and especially if you're married, you have to take their side because you are you are a team. You're not in a relationship with, with your mother-in-law or mother As always, remember you can listen every Tuesday and Friday and you can watch us on YouTube every Sunday. Every Sunday, watch us on YouTube and share us on your socials all week. Are you having your little Reese's piece? I am going to have a Reese's piece now. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. You can tweet us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss or you can write to William E. Promises handwritten playing his own letter paper addresses on the website sexandmyboss.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) What are you gobbling on? 